This shall be the plague that strikes all peoples. Their eyes will rot in their sockets. Their tongues will rot in their mouths. Their flesh will rot while they are still on their feet. Come, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until the fury has passed. Your dead shall live. Their bodies shall rise. You who dwell in the dust, awake and feast, for their blood is the blood of life, and the earth will give birth to the dead. Club, where we are the ones who are reanimated and eat the flesh of the living, bud. I hope you choke on it, bud! <laughs> yes! I'm Travis Maxwell Boone. I am not a zombie tonight, but I am joined by some really good friends. And that was your boyka boy. False cult Rick, the boyka boy. Will the real boyka boy please stand up? Fuck no, because he's sitting down. <laughs> and we are joined by a very more than a very special guest okay i know we've had some very special guests on every episode but this is this is a brother all right the the uh, creator of the joe blow horror show i am lucky to be his co-host on said show how you doing sir what's up boys boss tuna here and i have one thing to say to you fucks <laughs> there's no more room in hell boss tuna will make his way into the nightclub. Ooh. <laughs> and here he is, finally. Okay, so we, we did do I a might special... have to put a shirt on, bro. Nah, bro. Oh, leave them nipples those, out. Those hard nipples are going to really distract me all night. <laughs> leave them out. It's, we, it's we... becoming a ritual, bro. <laughs> Got to take the shirt off when I record. You're the Burt Kreischer. Well, even though Burt Kreischer does podcasts. Fuck it. Machine. I'm the, yeah. I'm the Matt Pike of the podcast world. <laughs> it's always shirtless channeling matt pike bro we we had a swap cast a few episodes back for for the nightclub it was episode 30 
none of this matters. It was our special top 20 of 2020 and it was shared by the Joe Blow Horror Show. So we had a sweet, we, we, we kind of like crossed streams as we said, but this. And swords. Oh yeah. And dicks. Fuck it. It all happened. This is your Oof. first official visit to the nightclub. And I got to ask, how do you like the atmosphere here? I mean, how, how's it hanging tonight? To the left, to the right, down the center, up high? What's going on? Uh, it's, it's just chafing the top of my knee like usual. But I'm, I'm really <laughs> excited because I don't have to drive the ship. I'm going to be, I'm just going to be the, the random crewmate that's supposed to be looking out for icebergs, but is just crushing beers, hanging out with some pals. So, uh, Yeah, we're definitely going to hit an iceberg or two. And that's the thing, everyone listening. If you have not checked out the Joe Blow Horror Show, please, please dive into it. Uh, Boss Tuna does an amazing job every episode bringing you the trivia, the behind the scenes. We play fun little guessing games about um, what the movie's ratings are. We've even kind of done that on the nightclub a few times just because it's so much fun when, when I do it on the Joe Blow Horror Show. We're currently in the midst of our Summer of the Dead slash summer of the fall slash it's going to soon be Christmas of the dead series. Um, which, no, should, but, which should surprise nobody that's heard the show before, but <laughs> no, I, you know what? It's, it's coming out a little bit later than we planned, but it's, it's amazing. And that's what kind of brings us here tonight. Boss tuna is a diehard to the grave. If you will, zombie fan, like he is zombified. He loves zombie movies. So I wanted to, since Ricky and I covered cosmic horror last year as a, as a genre or subgenre deep dive, rather, this year we're going to talk about zombie films and who better than Boss Tuna. Now, he might not be the busy zombie lord, but I think uh, if they go toe-to-toe, you know, Boss Tuna's got some knowledge. He's, he's, got, he's got the experience. He's seen the films. So tonight we're going we're gonna to fucking deep dive zombies and in order to start us off i want to ask everyone before we go into the zombie lore what's everyone drinking tonight this is something we do on joe blow we stop in at the titty twister tonight we're not at the titty twister we're at the nightclub we got drinks too the tavern in castle moon skull (laughs) well fuck yeah let's go ahead and head on down into the fucking basement the dungeon (laughs) the dungeon yeah castle moon skull where there happens to be a tavern of course. Uh, There's also I'm, an opium den, but you know. <laughs> and a harem. And a harem, of course. Cue the Middle, uh, middle Eastern music right now. Yeah, boy. <laughs> it's going to be in there. And we, and we, we full on haram in there, partner. You know what haram. I picture in, in, oh, yeah. in the, at the Joe Blow Horror Show, we go into the, the nightclub. What I picture for, or in the nightclub, the titty twister, what I picture for the nightclub is for some reason I'm just picturing Ricky sitting shirtless at that Star Wars bar with all the weird aliens and shit coming around. What are we drinking tonight, boys? <laughs> gobbly gobbly gook. <laughs> well, see, see, now there's going to be the cantina music in the background right. the whole yeah. time. Yep. I like I like how the nightclub is, even though we cover so so far, that's a tease for later in the, the history of this show, we cover uh-huh. horror and sword and sorcery, so it's fantasy and it's horror, but now you're going into fucking science fiction, so fuck it. Um, we'll have to dive in sooner or later. I, You know what? That you bring that up, though? I do want to say real quick. I picture when I think of the nightclub, like if, if there is a setting, I, I picture 
us in a cabin in the woods in the middle of the night, full moon outside, a bonfire going, and or or a fireplace being stoked, and we're just sipping brews. I'm smoking my herbal enchantments like I do. Mm-hmm. We got and a deer mounted above the fireplace. It's laughing, Rick, cackling. Ricky's trying to sit on the cellar door. Yeah. Keep them keep them deadites at bay. That's right. That's what I picture. I love it though, man. I love it. I'll, I'll start us off tonight. I'm I'm drinking some uh, Voodoo Ranger IPA. It's a favorite of mine. A, um, a, a tried and true. I've I've drank it on the Joe Blow Horror Show several times. And yeah, I mean it's it's nine percent by volume, guys. I'm 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 getting loaded for tonight's episode. Ricky, what you got going on? Bruh, you know me. I got old faithful coming coming around. And here she is. This is Natterdays. Pineapple like lemonade. Ooh. Yeah, I got I'm double fisting. I got pineapple lemonade and strawberry lemonade. And I'm just kind of you know going say about back and forth. When guys drink pineapple juice. Hmm. Well, I could tell. I could you tell you from experience with with, uh, with Ricky. What? <laughs> when Ricky drinks pineapple juice? Yeah. What? How's what? it? How's it taste, uh, Tibu? I'm lost. Oh, just Google it. Yeah. He Maybe someone can write in here. Here's an opportunity to pimp here. What's your email address? Yeah. Oh. Is- oh. Okay. Hold on. I haven't done this in forever. Watch this. Let's see if I still got the the chops. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Oh fuck! I used to have a whole spiel. Yeah, I don't whole remember spiel. it. Okay, uh, so email us at the nightclub podcast at gmail dot com if you know <laughs> the answer to what happens when I drink pineapple juice and why Travis might what Travis's reaction is yeah, yeah when I what, swallow email him yeah yeah no I okay I knew now it. now you're getting it yeah no I knew the thing I was oh, just playing okay. it up come oh, on it's fuck. the nightclub. <laughs> Boss Tuna, what you what you sipping tonight, man? So I pre-show we we're talking a little bit about this. I was really excited. Confluence is a friend of the Joe Blow Horror Show. They're an excellent. I don't even know if they're a microbrewery anymore because they're getting kind of big. They're out of Des Moines. They have a pumpkin ale that's five point two percent. It's called Basic Batch. Can's cool. <laughs> when I I'm disappointed, man. When I drink it, I've been on a motherfucking pumpkin kick. I'm even speaking of basic batch i'm even that that guy that's sitting through the drive-thrus at coffees or at uh, coffee shops getting pumpkins no dude that's totally me too i am that's why i said when you told me about the beer you were gonna have i'm like i am the basic bitch i go get the pumpkin spice lattes because i love this one's not very good though i'm a little bit disappointed i'm putting this one oh i mean we we always talk about untapped i'm on untapped if you guys wanted to check out some of my ratings under boss tuna but this one's probably going to be like a 175 or two out of five. Oh god damn damn it's, boy it's it's too it, spiced and it i'm curious if they use like the fake pumpkin extract but mm. i don't get much pumpkin i just get a bunch of like really god, the spice isn't good i want to throw this out there too for the listeners uh boss tuna makes he brews his own beer uh and it's for the Joe Blow Horror Show. He has brewed, and I've tasted the Joe Blow Horror Show pumpkin stout, and it is delicious. And um, currently, you also have a uh, cherry wheat ale. Is that is that right? Chocolate cherry stout. Chocolate cherry stout. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So, fuck yeah, man! You're 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 a brewmeister over there in uh, Iowa. I want to say too, yeah. Boss Tuna is a, an Iowa Iowan. Iowa. 
Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't claim it. I'm from Minnesota originally, born and raised, and spent most of my life there. I, I'm I'm a captive of of Iowa, if you will. Uh, oh, <laughs> Iowa well, captive. we we were born and raised in Louisiana, and we're we're captives of there too. So it, yeah, it is what it is. We stuck here, homie. With some Kuyong Cajuns, cause some Kuyong Cajuns. A fionk. Yeah, I love that. having a good time everyone's sipping some brews so i'm gonna go ahead and make a little bit of a, a detour here on our journey tonight and i'm gonna get into a little bit of the zombie lore where do zombies come from what's the deal with zombies when a mommy and... zombie and a daddy zombie love each other very much <laughs> yeah what the the fucking the zombie stork the zombie along? stork comes and brings them a little baby zombie bro a little babe zombie a little baby yeah, we're going to fucking get into some zombie shit. Let's do it. it's zombies guys zombie jamboree and it's fitting because over at the joe blow horror show we like i mentioned we are doing our summer of the dead series which is uh boss tuna and i are covering every zombie film directed by george a romero the master of the zombie film hands down and we, we we've had special guests on every episode it's been amazing and, and we're still doing it, even at, at the time of this recording. So that's even more reason to go check this shit out. Which, oh, yeah, you can find. I didn't even mention this before. You can find Joe Blow Horror Show on Podbean. You can find it on Stitcher, Apple. We're, we're everywhere. I don't, it, yeah. If, if there's not anywhere that we're not on, email us or Tboo. We'll fix that. But we're, as far as I'm, I know, we're, we're anywhere you can get podcasts. Yeah, email email us uh com at gmail.com. Yep. Yeah, joeblowhorrorshow at gmail.com. That'll be the 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 email. Uh social media. We're on Slasher. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Fucking hit hit us up. Hit us the fuck up, please. But that all being said, Boss Tuna, I wanna ask, man, and, and we'll all go through this, but what when did you fall in love with zombies what was the first zombie film you ever saw that you were like you know what this is the fucking best shit ever like i love zombies and then it made you just headlong deep dive into zombie films 
So, you know, there's certain memories we have as kids that are extremely vivid, you know, and then, then we have problems remembering what we ate for dinner last night. <laughs> I remember we moved into our brand new home. It was in Midway, which is northern Minnesota, Virginia, Minnesota. We moved in and we had, I was the oldest and my other, my sister and brother were, were too young to really enjoy. We had an entire finished basement. My mom had a TV set up down there at my place or my, oh, this is before PlayStation. It was probably like regular Nintendo set up down there. We had cable. I remember we had one of those big old, um, what, what do you call those like wooden box TVs? Like the Zenith. Yeah. Um, well, I forgot what it's called. There's a, there's a, they, they, it was like a piece of furniture more yes, than a TV. Almost. Right. Yep. It looked massive, but it was like maybe a 27 inch screen. <laughs> looked massive so we had one of those big old tube sets and I remember just loving it it was like my my man cave the other house we had I had to share a bedroom with my brother and we didn't have a, a like a like a little hangout spot my luckily enough my sister and brother were too scared at first to go down there so I was all alone and I remember popping it on and this had to have been early to mid 90s and I found what was what we a lot of us horror fans know as monster vision TNT Monster Vision, or 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 I think it was whatever the one Joe Bob. I think it was Monster Vision, right? Joe Bob did yeah. Monster Vision, yep. yep. And he did the 1990 yeah. Tom Savini remake of Night of the Living Dead. And I remember sitting there so scared, can't move, was just a little kid, and uh, watching that movie start to finish. And that's where the obsession came. I I think previously I might have had some sort of weird, unhealthy obsession with the end of the world or the apocalypse. I'm not really sure because I've always Who been says it's unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. Healthy, unhealthy, however you want to say it. Hey, I watched doomsday preppers too, man. It's all good. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, anything like that. Yeah. I've, I've whether got some it's, stockpiles. I've got yep. some stockpiles. It's oh, all yeah. good. Yeah. Bunkers on <laughs> the woods. No. Always be prepared. You never know when the fucking zombie apocalypse or the COVID is going to hit. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, that's what I, I mean it's 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 not just zombies zombies are number one but it's anything post-apocalyptic end of the world whether it's books video games movies zombies i i do pride myself in in having an absurd unhealthy amount of zombie knowledge and books and literature and posters and movies and everything so i love it i i i joke around on the joe blow horror show that i purposely seek out these garbage pale shit movies on Tubi. I mean, I'll watch, I'll watch anything with a zombie in it. Hell yeah. Yeah. You, uh, and it, like any visitor of the nightclub knows that I, I also grew up with monster vision on TNT. Yeah. That is the show that Joe Bob hosted. It started without him, but he became the host um, after he was on the movie channel and now he's on shutter and it's the last drive-in. So it, I, I haven't pimped that in a while. Any, one who's listening that's a horror fan if you're not paying your five dollars a month to have shutter and to have more of joe bob or be introduced what are you doing what the fuck are you doing you're fucking less than a pumpkin spice latte a month a month you get endless (laughs) endless amounts of entertainment it's crazy it's it's almost unfair yeah they've uh, got the poughkeepsie tapes on there right now too i'm getting ready to dive into that Oh, I've never seen yeah. it, so I'm excited. I've heard a lot about it, though. Yeah, it's really good. I'm excited I'm for that. Throw that out there. It's it's really good. 
Um, Fuck yeah. I will, I will, we've been pimp and shutter, but I want to give your listeners a shout out um, or not a shout out. I guess it would be a, a recommendation maybe. Yeah. I was playing around on Amazon prime and they actually have a Halloween themed. I forgot what it's called. I think it's like screaming on, on line or whatever for Amazon prime. They've got Halloween picks. So Fuck yeah. scroll through there. They've got a bunch of 2021s as well too. I'm, I'm always trying to catch up with the new stuff. I don't, I'm not a big fan of, I wouldn't say big fan. I don't do a lot of rewatches because I don't have a lot of time right. to see the new stuff, but I started one today that was called black pumpkin, I believe. Oh, so yeah, that's a new, new release 2020 or 2021. So yeah. And plenty Netflix of Halloween. Also- Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say there's plenty of Halloween themed horror movies on prime right now too. Yeah. Netflix has a Netflix and chills section now. Ooh. So, yeah, it's not just Netflix. The three songs. You're not, yeah, you're not, you're not fucking with the three songs now. You fucking with the fucking horror movies, cause they give you the three songs. <laughs> Ricky, do you remember the first zombie movie you ever saw? I sure do. The first zombie movie that I remember watching, and I was, I was young, but not as young as a lot of people. I kind of, as you know, I kind of came into the horror movie thing kind of later, because uh-huh. my parents were like. No horror movies bad. And plus, you know, when they saw how much the fucking It miniseries on TV scared the shit out of me, they were like, nah, bro, you can't you can't be out here trying Talking to piss, piss your pants all the time or anything. So um, I was young, <laughs> and my <laughs> sister... <laughs> trying to piss your pants. Right. I picture, I picture someone straining and just like... I was, oh. bro. I was straining. But, uh... My sister was forced to take me to Kidder's house when she was like a freshman in high school. So uh, like the beginning of hereditary. It's a oh. <laughs> Kidder was a uh, teacher at our at our high school. Yeah, shout out and to Kenneth Kidder who created um, Scorched Earth. Tortured Earth. Tortured, Tortured Earth. Earth. Yeah. It's a um, game very similar to Dungeons and Dragons. It's a role playing game. It's fucking awesome. Awesome post-apocalyptic, classless, levelless uh, game. Anywho, so he's big into horror, and he had a bunch of students go over to his house to watch Night of the Living Dead from 1968. And me and my sister were both very nubile when it came to horror movies in general. Um, pretty much the only things that we could watch that didn't scare the piss out of us was like the Alien franchise, because we kind of Grew up with it. It was very nostalgic because my dad actually loved it, mm-hmm. as well as a few others here and there, like The Thing and whatnot. But that movie, when I tell you it, it affected my sister and I so profoundly, <laughs> she still can't watch zombie movies today, like without having nightmares for weeks on end, like night terrors. Me, certain parts of it disturbed me to the point where I had to have more. <laughs> I get that. I get that and I'll, feeling. I'll, yeah, I'll get. I'll, I'll get more into that because I'm sure we're going to end up talking about this movie at some point. Um, seeing as how it's a top five episode, but Night of the Living Dead, 1968, just a beautiful film from uh, the most non-political uh, <laughs> director on the planet. <laughs> who uh, <laughs> the yeah, most? Oops, I didn't mean to do that. Director right, of all time. Right. Uh, he's we, totally never about social commentaries. 
and yeah. and he he makes some amazing fucking films. So you know, yeah, that was my first real experience with a zombie movie, start to finish, and I was probably in the fifth or sixth grade, something like that, and it scared the fucking fuck out of me. I could not close my eyes without seeing that little girl stabbing her mom to death with that fucking garden tool. Mm-hmm. That scene in particular, just that image. I love oof, it. Yes. Uh, rattled you. Rattled it, you. The image still rattles me when I see her face on the cover and stuff. Love it. Absolutely love it. So I, I for me, I, I did grow up with that movie. So I won't, I won't really get into it too much at this point because that that's the earliest zombie movie I can remember watching is the original 1968 night of the the living dead. But that aside, because I had seen it before the first movie that I saw that impacted me and made me appreciate zombies had to have been 28 days later. That movie kind of turned, turned me on to, okay, zombies can be really fucking awesome. Not that the, not that night of the living dead didn't, but that movie is its own entity and and 28 days later is very different if anyone who's seen both oh, those yeah. films knows the zombies are different there's a whole different thing going on but that movie freaked me the fuck out and then a few years later like a couple years later i saw the Zack snyder film 2004's dawn of the dead in theaters the remake and that was even more like it was like 28 days later as well because the zombies are fast moving and they're fucking vicious. Uh, they're, they're feral and you. shit. Yeah, they're 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 just trying to get you. So I would say for me, it, I would I would chalk it up to there's no real first in the in, in one that affected me because I'm not a big zombie fan yet. I'm becoming one because of my time with Boss Tuna. And my appreciation for what a zombie is. And I've always said this, and I'm going to say it again. Say it. Even though, even though the zombie subgenre is not my favorite, it has some of the best horror movies in it. Absolutely. And I, I, I think that – and people sometimes skew the definition of a zombie. So, so that, that, that'll be my next question, and I'll start us off since I finished us off just now. Did it hey, feel hey, good? Hey. Um. It was mm-hmm. it was it good for you? I hope it got better. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> what constitutes a zombie film? That's that's a big question. Because Yes it is. Okay. Zombies are reanimated corpses, basically. That's that's kind of what they are, is a reanimated corpse. They're they died, now they're alive again. Some people say the evil dead films are zombie films. A minority says that. I am not in favor of that definition. Nah. I think the Evil Dead films are possession films. They're possessed by demons. Closer, yeah. And so I don't count that. What constitutes a zombie film for me is a reanimated corpse that eats flesh or kills people. So it, it doesn't necessarily have to eat the flesh. It might bite and tear because it's feral. But it doesn't right. have to eat the flesh to survive. That's a, I think that's more of a George A. Romero type thing versus a, a zombie, actual zombie deal. Uh, I guess you'd call that a trope of a zombie film, right? That they sure. have to eat flesh. So for me, it's just a reanimated corpse that is trying to kill a living person. 
I feel like that is close enough that it would be a zombie film. Ricky, what do you think? For me, it would be because, you know, when I was compiling my list, I thought about this and I was like, you know, there's a lot of movies that I wouldn't consider zombie movies that have zombies in them. Uh I always talk about Phantasm. Phantasm has zombies in it, but I wouldn't consider it a zombie movie. So it's not on this list. Yeah, correct. It's got dwarf zombies. They they they, they as died. well as as well as non dwarf zombies. But but still, I I think for me, it's if the focus is on the zombies, um, it's more of like what what threat is in the light as opposed to what's not. And for me, you know, like obviously, like Night of the Living Dead, you know, you've got the threat of the reanimated corpses doing their thing. While also having the threat of people around you fucking up and ruining your life. (laughs) So for me, those are the two things that I consider a zombie movie when I think about what's a true zombie movie and what is. Reanimated corpses and ignorance. Yeah, yeah. Voss Tuna, what is is a – tell us. You're the expert. What makes a zombie movie a zombie movie? I actually have – for being – as big of a zombie nerd as I am, I actually have a fairly loose definition of that. I'm not one who is going to be an internet warrior in, in battle with people on chat movies. If they want to call I Am Legend a zombie movie, whatever. I, I, sure. I don't care. I've got a fairly loose definition. And I was, I'm was i glad you brought this up because I was going to address it when it came to my list. Same. Mm-hmm. 28 Days Later is a good example because technically they're not zombies, really. Right. It's an infection. It's an infection. But yeah. to me, it's 100% a zombie movie. Right. Like, no right. question. And, so, and that's that's what's interesting about it, right? Is like even though by definition they might not be zombies, it's still more of a zombie movie than something like The Beyond where there's – other things at stake other than just a bunch of zombies are running yeah. around now. I did you know Huh? Night of the Comet's another one. I would throw in uh, Demons in there as well. Um, Even though that movie is, is, even though it's very possession-like, it's also very zombie-like in the fact that they're all trapped in one spot. And they're spread through contact. It's not just magic. Like, sometimes in Evil Dead, it's just fucking magic. It just happens. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's always spread through contact of some kind. Do zombies have to reproduce themselves, or can they be, you know, uh, created it's 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 that's why I asked the question because because originally you know a zombie is not even what George A. Romero created which is what everyone thinks of as a zombie that's his. I do actually have a couple yeah, I'm kind of old there, school okay. in certain in certain respects so zombies for me I don't like again go check out our summer of the dead series if you want yes. more context to this but I don't like the zombie. Zombies should be basically brainless, you know, just machines. There, there should be no nothing intellectual with the zombie. There should be zero intelligence. There should be no agency. They're machines that all they do is kill. That's why I like where we differ machines. slightly, and and people need to go listen to to our our, our series because I'm like, what about Bud? What about yep. the what what about uh, Heinzman who uses the fucking rock? What about, you know, so yeah, yeah, there, there's, Bub. there's slight deviations. Right, right. And, and I'm not a big fan of that, but 
a lot of it is is just in the context of the movie. G- growing up, I was also a huge fan of Charlton Heston's The Omega Man, and and I consider that a zombie movie, even though you had them grouping together, acting more. I mean, they're talking and everything. But and that's 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 an interpretation of I Am Legend, correct? Right. So yeah, the Omega Man is basically an interpretation of the 1964 novel, The Last Man on Earth, but also probably more popular is the I Am Legend movie from 2007, which a lot will say it's more vampire-like because of daylight and whatnot. But again, that's open to interpretation as well. I kind of see them more as zombies because they're not out there to suck your blood. They, They are more animalistic and creature. I just take the whole sunlight as you know the 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 skin you know they're they're pale i don't know i i I just i love the movie so i'm an apologist for i am legend so i do try to fit in that category of zombies even though it might not fit properly but i've got to do that with everything we fucking try to shoehorn everything right yeah so fairly open to anyone calling certain movies zombies zombie movies but i do hold some traditional I guess values in that I like my zombies to be brainless, no agency, animalistic, slow moving. No, nope, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Right. Okay, yeah. good. I wanted to establish that. See, for me, like like I was getting at before, it's more about what what the movie is presenting as the danger. You know, like you might have some sort of cosmic entity that's doing all kinds of things aside from just raising the dead to to fuck you up. And that doesn't necessarily make a zombie movie for me. Um, Mm -hmm. When it comes to the slow moving or the fast moving, I think there's pros and cons to both. Of course. But I will say that 28 Days Later really did flip the script on on people's interpretation of zombies. However, a movie with slow moving zombies done right, I think, builds more suspense Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. dread in that feeling of helplessness. Yes, I agree 100%. And if anyone listens back to the Joe Blow Horror Show series of the dead, uh, yeah, I, I fall in that camp. I, I, I like the fast-moving zombies. I do. Sure, yeah, me too. But I, I agree. The slow ones scare me more. Yes, the, it's more scary to see it coming, and it's just slowly. Shout out to Lucio Fulci. <laughs> what is slow, dumbass zombies. No, oh god, and the the dumbasses who don't know how and to the shoot. dumbasses who can't shoot them three feet away. <laughs> On that same token, that. though, I would much rather be thrown into a Romero universe. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yes. oh yeah, still yeah. Shits, I want to be there. I want to be horrible with, uh, at cardio. <laughs> I want to be with Homegirl from the Night of the Living Dead remake from 1990. That's like we could just walk right by him. Yeah, I think she's. I want to so... be with Tom Savini and the biker gang. No, fuck, fuck yeah. that. They, Crushing gears. Checking their blood pressure too much. Checking, checking blood the blood pressure. <laughs> that's the best possible time. Fuck all that, fun fa- man. Fun fact. My yeah bud was almost about the blood pressure cuff. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Joke on it. Yeah. No, I loved it. I loved it. I, I want to get into this a little bit um, because it was brought up and it's the nightclub and it's cosmic. I researched this hard. Yeah. And there are nothing technically, technically is considered a cosmic zombie film, even though. Which uh, that's people, that's people that just don't know how to 
Interpretationism. They're doing it wrong because I promise you the beyond is a cosmic zombie horror film. I I agree with that. I I do agree with that, but, and I would venture to say many more, but yeah. Well, and, 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 and Ricky and I talked about this before zombies in and of themselves are kind of cosmic. It's a dead thing eating a living thing. It shouldn't exist. It shouldn't happen. It's unreal. It throws the people that have to deal with it into a headspace they're not suited for at all. Stardust consuming more stardust for no reason to no end. It's yes, and it's a plague on humanity. It's it's not just one. It's not Jason or Freddy, or Michael or Leatherface or Chucky or Candy. It's none of them killing one or two people. And I believe Boss Tuna has made this point on Joe Blow. It's it's a plague on humanity. It's everything is going to die. Everything right. is going to get consumed. It's going to be teeth gnashing your fucking flesh alive. There's nothing more Teeth fucking Teeth gnashing your face forever. Dude, it's insane. Like, this is the... Blood all the, the way down. It's blood. Oh. oh I, had to, I had to do it. I'm sorry. That was... that. No, that that's fine. That's my short story that I did for an episode that's the same title. And it's technically a zombie story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's it's... Zombies are fucking cosmic. And the fact that they're... The fact, again, technically, it's not, interpretation is what it is, but the fact that there's no cosmic zombie movie out there, those two subgenres blending together and being acknowledged. Acknowledged, right. Truly acknowledged blows my fucking mind because, yeah, uh, Boss Tuna, I'm going to say right now, I'm loving zombies even more because I have this perspective. Not only that, but the the, the gore effects, and we're going to get into all this. Oh, yeah. The gore in zombie films Look, are yeah. fucking some of the best of all time. Oh, it's yeah, oh, Kuyon. We, we Kuyon. <laughs> what you, you call this, Ricky? Some fionks. Some fionks. We some Kion fionks over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, even I, know what a fionk is, bro. I love my, it. Though. My supervisor calls it calls people that. He's like, so, like if they fuck up a lot, he's like, that's a mother, that's an old fionk. What do you, what do you think about that, boss? Personally, in your opinion, and you might not have thought about this before, uh, seeing as you're, you're maybe not as big a cosmic horror fan, but what do you think about the idea of tying cosmicism that like the nihilistic fucking, it, it doesn't even fucking matter. Cause and, and again, Ricky and I talked about this scene in particular, and we did again on the Joe Blow Horror Show, brought it up, and that's what brought up the conversation between Ricky and I. In the scene in Dawn of the Dead, when the one biker gang member is checking his blood pressure and they're being shot at, the other friend of his in the biker gang is like, Come on, man, what the hell are you doing playing around? Someone's up there shooting. He says it in such a way that. Yep. It's like it doesn't really matter if they die or not. It's like, oh, fuck it already. You know, like we've already established this world's fucked. So if we right. kind of if we kind of just die now, it doesn't make too much a difference. <laughs> so the so my question is, what do you think about tying cosmicism into zombie film? Do you think there are movies you would consider personally, okay, this zombie film could be kind of cosmic? Okay, so Think about this. If there's one theme or characteristic that can 
we can draw a line to every single like actual zombie movie there is. It's the fact that it doesn't matter how the movie ends, it's fucked. The movie can end in a happy-go-lucky, Day of the Dead style, hey, we're on a desert island, but none of that matters because the Earth is going to overtake itself. Everything we've ever built, everything we've ever done, roads are going to be overgrown, your Walmarts are going to fall down, you're going to have... The world is going to reset itself back to what it was before man was there. If there's one theme or characteristic in all these zombie movies, it doesn't matter. You're not going to come out of this alive. You're not going to survive it. Exactly. And I, I think that's something that can really, you're going to hurt your brain trying to put that into perspective because, yeah, you might have won this small little battle in this small little movie, but in the grand scheme of things, you're fucking done. Man can't survive without internet for five minutes, let alone a power <laughs> failure or, right. you know, you're not being able to go get your Big Mac from the fucking drive through. It's, right. yeah, 100% it can be. I mean, it, it can be compared to that. You can drive. And, and if, we, if we would survive on some small scale after being sent back to the basically the fucking Iron Age, then uh, it would take a long time for us to have any sort of semblance right any sort of semblance of actual civilization anymore exactly that was a pizza hut now it's a beautiful oasis in the world i see you're stalking out through the damn canyon forest around the ruins of rockefeller center you'll wear leather clothes that will last you the rest of your life You'll climb the wrist that cuts your vines that wrap the Sears Tower. And when you look down, you'll see tiny figures pounding corn, laying strips of venison in the empty carpool bay of some abandoned superhighway. Boston, I'm so glad that you find a connection and, and, and you, you articulated it better than me. And that's the reason that I see it uh, being compatible with each other. And that's that's kind of certain zombie films. It's, it's a little bit more low key or a little bit more isolated. But you have to imagine like signs like the M. Night Shyamalan film that this shit is happening everywhere. And that isolation makes it more personal. Right. Um, I, I think that's why Night of the Living Dead is what it is, the original, or, or the remake as well. I, I I can't stress that enough. The remake is so fucking worth watching because it's a 10. It's a fucking 10. I, I was blown away by, by that movie. I that never was on seen my watch it. list. I've never seen it. I had never seen it until we reviewed it on Joe Blow Horror Show. Um, go check. Go check. God damn. Go Check out our Summer of the Dead series. If you're not a fan and you're not going to fucking go back and listen to everything else we've done, then fuck you. You know fuck what? You. I'd say on the same level of Shudder, if you're not on that Joe Blow horror show, then what are you fuck doing? you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Boss Tuna, you're the zombie fucking expert tonight. You're the, you're this This whole fucking episode is because you love zombies. I'm getting into zombies. 
Ricky is loving zombies. We're all trying to tie cosmicism and zombies together. Drop some fucking zombie knowledge on our fucking asses. Let the listeners know what the fuck is up. I want you to blow a zombie load all over my face, zombie daddy. Undead crusties everywhere. <laughs> so, so we better give our, our listeners a, a spoiler alert heads up. Give them five seconds to go grab some Q-tips, clean your ears out, because we are going <laughs> to squirt some zombie knowledge right in through your earbuds here in a minute. So we have some top fives, I think, coming up. But in, in my zombie nerdum, I've – I've got more books in, it's just insane. My whole family knows I'm into zombies, zombie calendars. I mean, everything. I even randomly found, I used to love the history channel. I used to be, I mean, long story short, in, in, in a different life, I, I was a, I guess you'd call a history major. So always into all kinds of history, but I want to say it was, I forgot what the series was on history channel, not modern marvels, but one of those. And it was, history of zombies and i'm like oh fuck yeah let's check this out it, was it like history history's mysteries or something like that um i can't i used to watch that shit too dude i used to watch all the a and e the channel back when it was the learning channel and not fucking yep. redecoration shit yeah <laughs> yes yeah and and just in my I, I i'm obsessed with zombies i love researching them and there's a couple myths i want to dispel right off the bat because a lot of people will say, well, let's look at the history of zombies and they'll immediately go to Haiti, the, 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 the Haitians. And it can actually be drawn way, way before that. There's, there's hieroglyphs and there's, I, I guess you'd call them hypotheses, I guess, as far as the Greeks. The Greeks feared, we know, in paintings and hieroglyphs, they feared reanimation. Um, there's plenty of tombs i guess you would say burials where they would go and find skeletons but there would be bricks and heavy objects weighing them down not like they got caved in on but inside of a natural burial tomb or a casket and the assumption was fearing reanimation haiti is where a lot of people will will start to draw the i would say modern zombie and when i say modern zombie i i don't mean george romero zombie but that can be traced back to about the 1700s when west african slaves are brought over for the sugar plantations and it, voodoo is actually religion a lot of people don't know that they think it's just you know priests burning incense and you know shit like that but it's actually a west african religion and there are still quite a few that actually practice voodoo today most of them do think that the even the hardcore ones they do think that the zombies are a myth but there's also still quite a few out there that believe in the actual zombie and i would say the voodoo zombie and they believe that there's voodoo practitioners known as bokors and they can if they want raise the dead and what they do is is they're almost like the shaman i guess or mm -hmm. the medicine man of the voodoo religion and they burn incense and they use, you know, shells and, and all these, you know, they, they kind of make up these little powders and whatnot. Shout what, out really, to New Orleans. Pretty much. Yeah. This is right yeah. here guys neck of the woods. For yeah, sure. Marie Laveau shit. Yep. But really where this all ties in is with the pufferfish and it's a chemical in pufferfish is tetrodotoxin, which is basically, you know, pufferfish is a, delicacy 
I think mm -hmm. that in the U.S. and Japan, to even be able to have it and serve it, you have to have a special qualification in order to cut it up because you can literally kill somebody. Right. But this this is a toxin that is used in there, and it's been used forever because the pufferfish, it, in its natural defense, puffs up and it's got these spikes, and it will paralyze the other fish. And it's a, it's a delicacy. I, I think that it's commonly agreed upon that it's not even that good of a fish, but it's kind of that <laughs> adrenaline rush you get from eating something that can kill you. But yeah, anyway, rich people fucking eat that shit because they're like, oh, I could die, so let me yep. fucking cook it. Sad. You're not a real zombie fan until you've eaten puffer fish. I'm just going to put that <laughs> out right now. I want to say real quick, I, yeah, Louisiana, full of voodoo, yes, it is a religion. It's not just a... And it's here. mixed with a lot of other cultural uh, religions and beliefs as well. You know, there's a lot of Catholicism and all kinds of shit. Yeah, it, bleed, it, bleed, it bleeds in now more so than back when it was, uh, you know, originally like, like right. Boston said, a it's West like, African religion. Came from but, West Africa, ended up in Haiti and your, you know, Caymans and whatnot, and then made its way here, basically, and just yeah. became even crazier. Rich folks definitely get their kicks off of fucking consuming deadly fish. Oh, yeah. It, oh, it's yeah. very, very predominant. The, the voodoo religion, I guess, is still very prominent in that caribbean area i mean if you were to look at a map it's going to be very densely in that area uh, back to the the puffer fish that's where ultimately the idea of the zombie as we know it came from because they would use this powder or whatnot and it would give people zombie-like symptoms um you know they would be kind of stumbling around hallucinating and whatnot as well there's actually been quite a few cases the interesting thing is, is there's actually three universally known and verified accounts of quote-unquote zombieism, and these are noted in medical journals. And basically, this isn't, you know, a bokor shaman, you know, giving somebody the, that tetrodotoxin chemical. This is people actually rising and coming out of the grave, so... You know, basically what it's been surmised is that they quote-unquote died, but they didn't actually die. And you'll look, a lot of these are old. Uh, you know, the main one that people bring up is like in 1962. Just a little, I guess, history lesson on the origin of zombies. That was fucking fantastic. I th 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 this is why I knew having Boss Tuna on for the zombie episode, which there would be no zombie episode without Boss Tuna. This is what I was expecting, man. Fucking hell yeah! I've heard some shit tonight that I did not know at all. So thank you very fucking much. Hell that yeah. was amazing. Well, this is a horror podcast generally, so we're gonna go ahead and dive into. Our top five favorite zombie films. Ooh, That's right. Say it again. <laughs> Mufasa. Ooh. Do it again. Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa. 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 Ooh, it tingles me. Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa. 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 Um. <laughs> 
I'm surrounded by idiots. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dissect our top five favorite zombie movies. Now we're not gonna give ratings tonight because you know these are our top five. You can so kind you of can assume, you can assume they're pretty much all teens. Pretty much. Let's just say that. Let's just say yeah. that they're all great movies. All right, because they are. My number five favorite zombie film of all time. And again, I, I want to state this, not as big a zombie fan as Boss Tuna for sure. So my list is very limited, and it's probably going to be the most generic. I don't know about that, pun. My top, I'm my quite generic five. myself. <laughs> <laughs> my number five is 2005's what, Boss Tuna? Ooh. Your number five is 2005. Uh, it's not Don 04. Nope. It's not Zombieland. Nope. Uh, it's not It's not Land of the Dead, is it? No. I think that is 05, isn't it? I'm drawing a, I'm drawing a blank right now. It's not Night of, or it's not 28 Days. I don't know. I don't know. Shaun of oh, the Dead. Jiminy Christmas. Yep. Jiminy so, Christmas. This is an Edgar Wright film starring Simon Pegg. I thought that one was tw- 2004, bud. Four in the fucking morning! It's Saturday! No, it's not. It's fucking Sunday. And I've got to go to fucking work in four fucking hours because every other fucker in my fucking department is fucking ill. Now, can you see why I'm so fucking angry? Fuck yeah! Hey, oh, Pete, look. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. We just, we've had a couple of drinks. I've got a splitting headache and your stupid hip-hop isn't helping. And the front door is open again! It's not a hip-hop. Electron prick. Next time I see him, he's dead. You might be I, right. got, I got it. It's 2004. 2004. Okay, okay. Son of a bitch. Okay. That's why I was <sighs> fucking confused. Okay, okay. That's <laughs> not fair to. That's not fair to. That oh, oh I didn't guess it either. But. No, but that's fine. That's not fair to Boss Tuna because it's not the right year, and we we do kind of know our horror movie years here uh, between between us horror nerds. So. Here and there, I get them wrong. So I got that wrong. I was going off the top of my head. But 2000. I mean, it might have been a 2005 release in Iceland or something. So you yeah, were totally wrong. Some random <laughs> ass country. So Turkey. <laughs> this is an Edgar Wright film starring the comedy duo, the exquisite, amazing yeah. comedy duo of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, who have been in a few other Edgar Wright films. Not enough. And not enough, including Hot Fuzz and uh, Fuck yeah, yeah, Hot Fuzz is that is so yeah. underrated. It may Fuck be, yeah, it is. It might, it might be my favorite of the even the world's end. That movie think... nobody talks about. Shaun of the Dead is a, in my opinion, a zombie classic at this point. It's oh it, yeah, it references so many other horror films. Like at the beginning, um, Shaun goes into work and he says that Ash won't be there today. That's an Evil Dead reference. Um, th- th- there's so much in this movie because you can tell that Edgar Wright is definitely a fan. His Sam Raimi style editing, the quick shots, it, it's it had so much in it that I loved, and the characters. The mm-hmm. characters are the the heart of this film. This is a movie where 
these characters go around, you meet other characters, they all group together, and they have to go to the Winchester for a pint and let us all blow over. <laughs> I, I love this movie so fucking much. And again, we're not going to give ratings out tonight, but I grew up with this movie. This movie was very influential, and it's one of my favorite zombie films for fucking sure. I'm going to say my number five is Shaun of the Dead. 2004, sorry about that, Boss Tuna. I think you'd have got that right if I'd have said the right year. I'll forgive it. Just okay. this once. Ricky. What's your number five, bro? 1968, the very first zombie movie I've ever talked about or oh, ever seen, you know, start <laughs> to finish. It's not the first one I've ever talked about, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. So I've already said a lot about this, but goddamn, it's very uh, apolitical. It's <laughs> full of a complete lack of social commentary. It's atmospheric <laughs> as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's got some great performances, in my opinion, from basically nobodies. I'm, Ben's a great character. You know what? Barbara, for as fucking aggravating as she is, she's a great character. She serves, a lot of people say she doesn't serve a purpose. She serves a purpose in that movie. She's there to help you identify with how fucked everything is because mm-hmm. it's fucked. Dude, th- this movie blew me away. It scared the fuck out of me. I still see that little girl when I close my eyes. And the ending is so grim. This is my number five. If you haven't seen it, what are you fucking doing? Of course you've seen it. Paul Tuna, we've given our number fives. What is your number five? Before I get to my number five, a couple things with my list. Just so your listeners know, I'm very anal when it comes to my lists i will never whether it's on the nightclub or the joe blow horror show i'll never not do a list that's not ordered and i am kind of a ratings whore ratings don't matter but they do matter if you get me all of these are going to be tens these 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 are in order now just just so we're clear i did put them in order the living dead is my number five Perfect. So we're okay. gonna do ratings. Yeah, it he, could he, change he, later. It it he, could change later. But as it stands right now, Night of the Living Dead, nineteen sixty eight by George Romero, is my number five. I'm gonna say too. Then if we're gonna do ratings, then yeah, I'm gonna say right now. Like he. Oh, did, and it's, it's a ten. Two. Yeah, it's all tens. So, yeah, they're all ten. You know, it's a ten. So fuck it. It's a ten. I can. Don't worry about it. It's a fucking ten. Okay. So a couple <laughs> things. Couple points. Yes, mine are in order, even though they're tens. Um, we can call, you know, my number five a 9.9998, and then four be 9.99985 if you get my draft. <laughs> so another thing is I only have one George Romero movie on here because I wanted to give my list a little identity. I didn't want to just – it'd be too easy to flood it with all the Romeros because that's kind Absolutely. of – Absolutely. Yeah. Like. So there's only one on there. I'll leave that up to you guys to kind of guess and figure out what it's going to be. But number five for me is a movie that – go ahead, Ricky. I know you got – oh, oh, oh. I was going to say House of the Dead. <laughs> hey, we're, that's definitely higher than five. That's, right, right. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, and, and as Tibu said earlier – for me, being as much of a zombie nerd as I am, I feel like my list is pretty basic. But, I mean, if you think about it, 
when you think about your the top 10 zombie movies out there, if you ask 100 people, you're going to have virtually the same movies out there. So, uh, so you know, I'll try to I'll try to I guess give a little insight as to why they place a high for me and what makes them important to me. But number five for me is a movie that is actually fairly new. It's being talked about quite a bit. It's considered a, a classic. This is universally, I guess I would say agreed upon as one of the best zombie movies that's come out in a long, long time. I don't get emotional at the end of movies ever. I'm just not an emotional person. My wife teases me and says that I have no heart because she's never seen me cry. But at the end of this movie, I would be lying if I didn't have to do a little, you know, Ooh. sniffle a little bit kind of thing. And and that's Train to Busan because this movie, I think, wow. really did reignite the whole genre. Yeah. Out of all the horror genres out there, zombies are the one that get shit on the most because they say they're overdone, which I don't agree with at all. If you want to say a genre is overdone, look at your slashers paranormals look at your slashers it's just real difficult to have a zombie movie be different and there's plenty of those out there and those are the ones that get talked about something like the cure you know uh that that really gives you insight on and and and, you know spoiler alert that's not on my list but train to busan really doesn't do anything new it just does the fundamentals so well Mm mm-hmm Everything about it, I mean, really, if you go on the internet and you try to find nitpicks on it, people are going to say, oh, the CGI deer in the beginning ruined it for me. And for that, I say, well, fuck you. If you're going to let a two-second scene of a CGI deer ruin a movie for you, then it was ruined before you even started watching it. So Train to Busan, check it out. It's phenomenal. It's actually scary. It's claustrophobic. It takes place mostly in a train. The characters are really what set it apart because it gives you the tropes and the stereotypes but it's done so well that it, it pulls at your heartstrings and that ending is something else as well too. Hell yeah. Train to Busan, number five. I was gonna I was gonna say the characters in that movie are fucking awesome. The character writing is done really well. I I I agree wholeheartedly and I uh, yeah. And that, it's that, balls that. to the wall, man. Like it's like it's like it, yeah, it has it's some it has some slower emotional moments, but like they don't drag at all. It's just fucking tension start to finish, man. Like once the shit pops off, man, I love that fucking movie. I, I'm gonna throw it in an honorable mention because it's so new to me. I can't because I think I would. <laughs> I, th- I think I would put it in there because it's so bleak. Boss Tuna described it perfectly, but it's so new. I'm not gonna put it in there. My but, honorable mentions are going to be the ones that sh- that could have been on th- this list, but I decided against it because I didn't consider them pure zombie films. So we'll get into that later. So for my number four, I'm going to echo Ricky. Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Atmosphere, uh, the, the, the original intention, how raw and visceral it is, the black and white, the score, the act coming to get you, Barbara. It all adds up to just an amazing film. Yeah. It, like hands down, there's nothing else that comes close to this in a certain way. This movie is a classic, and we've covered it on Joe Blow. So if you want to hear my thoughts on that movie more, go and listen to that episode. That that's all I'm going to say. 
That's my number four is 1968's Night of the Living Dead, the original OG George A. Romero horror classic. They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. My number four. Are you guys ready for some serious fucking parakeet shit? Yeah, let's parakeet it. 2004, Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. You've got red on you, bud. <laughs> red on you. I love dry delivery in comedy, and few cultures do that better than the British. Right. Um, Monty Python, all of it is my jam. I don't just watch Holy Grail. I love it all. And when this movie came out, I was blown away. I'm still fucking blown away by it. Uh, like I said, the delivery on all the comedy just lands a hundred percent. So sorry, Philip. This <laughs> this this movie gets my rocks off like like no one's business, and it's a fucking ten like every other movie on this list. So Travis kind of said everything that needed to be said about it. So bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. My number four is definitely an OG, and I'm sure we're going to be talking about it again. And it has some ties to the 1968 version. It has ties to George A. Romero. Mm -hmm. This is a feel-good movie. I remember watching this as a kid, and it, it, it's, it's can I, fun. Can I guess? Well, I think oh. me and Ricky can both guess. Yeah, I three, think we can. Three, two, one. Dawn Return of the Dead. Of the <laughs> Oh, it's Return of the Living Dead. Oh. Return of the Living Dead. Yes. yes. If you guys want more info, again, I hate being a broken record, but we talk about this in episode one of Summer of the Dead. Uh, John Russo. Is it John Russo? Now you got me second guessing. Yeah, I believe it's John Russo is the man behind yes. this as well, too. So. <laughs> This is, is very fun. It's a different take. If you think about it, this came out in 1985, and it really kind of was... 80, 85 is a fucking killer year for zombie flicks, man. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. But this, this one's different, and it's in a good way. Uh, the characters, the way it opens, you know, just the dumb, oh, you know, fucking military is driving around. For how, <laughs> how, you know, precise and exact the military is, they don't strap a fucking... Uh, a, a vat of chemicals, whatever, in the back of the truck, but it's it's very fun. It's it's comedy, but it's also scary. I remember watching this as a kid, being legit scared. But watching it now, you're like, it's so dumb and fun. Return of Living yeah. Dead is an absolute classic. I don't think, well, we'll find out, but I don't think you can have a list of zombie movies and not at least have this in an honorable mention. I don't I, think I you can either, bud. <laughs> Me either, bud. I want to say that this. <laughs> I want to say that this movie, the way you just described it, uh, how you could still be scared when you were a kid, but later it's whatever. Uh, Jason takes Manhattan scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Okay, the opening scene, the One scene the when Jason's creeping around the ship. I, I love that movie. Anyway, my number three. Okay, I guess we're just gonna be some parakeet motherfuckers. Tonight. Oh shit. It's 1985's Return of the Living Dead. 
yeah, this movie is incredible. The first time I ever this was made by the Army Corps of Engineers. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I was going to. The first time I ever watched this movie, the opening, it was kind of silly, and I'm like, all right, I'm getting into this. But then the story that that the that the older man in the film uh, is telling the younger man that works Frank, with, uh, Frank and what what's his name? Oh, uh, Freddie. It's Frank and Freddie. Yeah, well, well, the younger guy is Freddie for sure. After the Tina, <laughs> after you gotta the let me of, eat your brains, bud. Hold on, hold on, Ricky. You're gonna have that this time. You're gonna. <laughs> I know it's coming. Bert, Frank, Ernie. Bert. It's Bert and Freddy. Ernie, right? No, it's Bert and Freddie. Bert and Ernie are the uh, older guys. Yeah, right, right. Frank is the uh, younger punk guy. Freddie. Freddie, Freddie. Yeah, sorry. He's not a he's not a punk though. He's just he's part of that of, group. He's kind of a punk, bro. Uh, Those suspenders. Yeah, he's a punk. Yeah, okay, okay. He's a punker, bro. I'm not gonna question your punk cred. All right, I don't know how much of this to leave in or leave out. Anyway, okay. it don't uh, matter. It don't matter when Bert's oh, talking. When when Bert's talking to Freddie at the beginning, and he gives his 1968 speech about what happened in Night of the Living Dead, it gets ominous and very creepy. Then they go downstairs because he's like, "You want to see him?" And yeah. they fucking go, and you get the fucking opening scene, like like Ricky said, the Army Corps of Engineers built this, and then poof, shit blows up every like. I knew immediately this movie is the best and it keeps getting better and better. Comedy gold, amazing performances, amazing effects. Yeah. I, I, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't keep spilling my beans on this one. <laughs> night, <laughs> night, uh, return of the living dead spinoff of night of the living dead. Fucking my number three. What you got, Rick? Well, we're not parakeeting at the moment. Another 1985. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to guess? It's one of my favoriteest directors. Does that rhyme with Gee of the Dead? No. No, Ooh. it doesn't. It's uh, The Beyond. No. Ooh, that came out in 81. Oops. Uh, yeah. I 1985, don't... directed by Stuart Gordon. Reanimator. Oh! Cat Dead. Details later, bud. This movie <laughs> is too much goddamn fun. It's a slightly Lovecraftian premise based on a Lovecraftian story, um, or reimagining, if you will. It's got one of my favorite character actors of all time. Nay, two of my favorite character actors of all time, Crampton and Combs. Hot take. Barbara Crampton looks almost as good now than she did in No, no, you're right, you're right. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, Crampton, smoking. she she could get she, it. But she's Jim Carrey in the mask, smoking. <laughs> so, Stuart Gordon. It, I mean, I could talk about Stuart Gordon's films, movies, whatever, uh, all day. I, I like the distinction because on Joe Blow, this is the thing. Uh, it's it's say it, say it. What's what's our moniker? What's our what's our deal? Wow, what are you talking about? Two regular dudes. Oh, drinking brews, doing horror flick reviews. Yeah, so it's like on the Joe Blow Horror Show, he always makes the distinction that we're covering movies, not films. But sometimes I'm classing him up a little bit, and I'm like, come on, bro. 
and he knows that some movies are films and some movies are movies. And I, I, I yep. finally see though yep. what you mean by that sometimes. And I think um, some movies are flicks. And I would give this one the distinction of flick. It, it, it's kind of in a space in between. And I fucking love it. Uh, Professor Hill is one of the coolest villains ever. I love him. I, I love everybody in this movie. It's so much goddamn fun. The effects are super cool. Dude, like, you can't tell me that cat doesn't look amazing. <laughs> Go ahead and argue. Tell me that cat doesn't look... The cat looks amazing. It's a specific kind of amazing, but it's still amazing. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, bud. This this movie's a fucking 10, and it is my number three. It's definitely a feel-good movie. Every time I watch it, I feel like I just come up on it. And it's got a great infamous scene... We all know about it. You know what? This movie is just full of amazing scenes. No, it, from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. Lost Tuna, your number three? We've actually talked about my number three, but out of all the movies on my list, this is the one that I would pop in to, at this point, I'll say at this point in my life, this is one I pop in to have just something playing, something that I want to watch, something fun especially when there's other people around. If I want to pop in a movie, someone's like, hey, let's watch one of your you know, horror movies or one of your zombie movies. This is going to be one of my go-tos. Very nostalgic for me because this was in 04 and not 05. And I saw this in college and we went to the theater to see this once. And then we brought more friends. And then we went, I want to say I saw this in the theater about four times, maybe even more, because I think when I, I went back home for the following weekend and, and went and saw it. The funny thing is, 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 is Ricky was talking about the, the humor, the British humor. And for me, I cannot stand, I, I can't watch the Holy Grail. I, I'm not oh, a British. No. Whoa. I can't do it. I am. I, I, just, I don't get that type of humor. Get, My the heart. Fuck, get the fuck off this podcast. Can't My do it. Heart. Can't do it. No. No. Get the fuck out of this whole place. The nightclub rejects you, sir. You're rejected. <laughs> For what it's worth, as a kid, I loved Mr. Bean. I loved You're gonna get, oh, fuck no, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah, 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 but no, it's not worth that. You're going to get smacked with a mackerel tonight. I'm going to fucking whip my fucking mackerel out. <laughs> with a herring. With oh, a herring. I fucked it up. How bad? How, 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 okay, I look like a complete ass now. <laughs> you're you're a, just a fionk like me, bro. It's oh all good. We all we some fionks. Oh, shit. All right, I, I, just, I, I don't know what to tell you. I just I tried watching it. Uh, what, what's the other? There's another popular Life show. Life of Brian. No, yeah. anyways, it doesn't matter because I'm just Flying British humor is just not show. my thing. But this movie for me is one of the funniest things ever. This is, it's, it's, I wouldn't even classify this really as a comedy. I guess it kind of is. But this is not only one of my favorite movies of all time, it's not only one of my favorite zombie movies of all time, it's also one of my favorite comedies of all time. Every, yeah. Everything in this movie works. I would almost have it higher. The reason it's at number three is because the other two movies are better zombie, all emphasis zombie movies on it. But this movie is, is, is perfect. It's, I mean, it, it's, as, it's true of a perfect 10 as you can get. It's, it's really got those horror elements in it, but it's hilarious. And I think it really hit home to me because I watch it at a time where we'd watch it and we'd want to drink. Hey, let's go to the Winchester. You know, we, we would crack jokes about that all the time. 
we had a special lake that we would go as we would call it Lake X and we'd go fishing on it and we called it Lake Winchester Shiretonville. We just like, <laughs> make up some weird British name for it. Hey, where'd you guys go fishing? Oh, we were on a Winchester Shiretonville. Like we ain't nice. going to tell you. <laughs> Loved it. Watching that movie just made us want to drink. Obviously we're talking about Sean of the Dead is my number three. Oh. <laughs> I get higher, baby. I get higher, baby. I get higher, girl. Dip it, 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 dip it. What's he doing? This ain't bass. Or freeze. What a tip. It's all all parts of it is funny. Even the I I haven't seen this in about a year. And, but I absolutely love the beginning. He wakes up, he's hung over as fuck. His roommates in the shower is a zombie. He's so, I mean, we've all been there. You're walking around. You can't even focus. You, you, you've got one eye open. You're staring down at the ground. Yes. He goes through and does his morning ritual. That fucking long in. shot, long yes. take of him yep. is so amazing, yes. man. It is, it is so good. He goes, he gets his Coke, goes back. And also, too, at the time, in this movie, the video game they're playing, here's, here's, a, here's a pro tip for you guys. It's called Time Splitters. We were obsessed with this, this video game. We played it all the time. And that just made it even that much, I was going to say, more better, which doesn't make sense. Even, <laughs> you can say that on the nightclub, motherfucker. Yeah, more better it's even makes more perfect better. sense. And at the end, it's, it's spoiler Cajun. alert, if you haven't seen this, then you're, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. But when he's locked up in the shed and they're playing time splitters together. And I look over at my buddy. And I'm like, that's going to be us for sure, bro. Love that game. Oh, <laughs> I love game. that. It's so fun. It's just a lot of nostalgia. I'll lock you up in my shed. If you're a zombie, bro. We'll Hell yeah. Play. I would lock yeah. both of y'all up in my shed. Even if y'all weren't zombies. Let's, let's play Mario Kart 64. Just make sure Travis is your sex slave and not me. Hey, whoa. I can't Listen. make any promises, bro. Uh, no more pineapple juice. I'm a right? man with needs. I'm going to say, let's all play Mario Kart. I'll fuck y'all both up, even as a zombie. Damn. Not Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo 64. Yeah. I, I'll fuck your life. I pick Toad every time. I'm slow as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> my number two, and this is, again, not a parrot. It hasn't been mentioned yet. Sweet. But it is a, it is a classic. Well, it's been mentioned. Kind of. Kind of. Hey. Yeah. You know what it is. What is it, Ricky? Oh, uh, what year is it from? Well, that'll give it away. No, it's not necessarily. Mentioned. It's been mentioned, but not in our list. Day of the Dead. Boom. I fun. fucking love this movie. Hell it's yeah. fun. It's also character-driven, performance-driven. It's an isolation zombie movie. Miguel, the it's- real MVP, though. Bruh. <laughs> he the real MVP, bro. <laughs> I'm going to say it again because I want people to go there. Go listen to our Joe Blow episode of Day of the Dead for more thoughts on this film. I love this movie. I think it's perfect. It's it's, it's a 10 yes. out of 10 Romero film. Mm-hmm. The characters are the best part. 
and the gore is the best. The, the gore is the goddamn best. Practical effects by Tom Savini, master of all. Fuck yeah, man. This movie is great. That That's my number two, Day of the Dead from 1985. Well, uh, time for some parroting because my number two is also from 1985. Also, George A. Romero, Day of oh, the Dead. Yes. Uh, Captain Rhodes, as I mentioned, is one of my favorite villains of all time. And if I had to make a list of villains getting their comeuppance... <laughs> he's on that top five list for sure yeah bub the zombie is one of my favorite zombies ever when he salutes homeboy before he before Rhodes gets ripped apart is one of my favorite moments in cinema history <laughs> dude and, and miguel miguel's the real mvp bro he really just he's like you know what fuck all y'all he gets it done. I love him. This movie <laughs> opens up with one of my favorite things. I, I love dream sequences. It is known. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, it is known. So this movie opens up with an amazing dream sequence with some really yes. simple practical effects that give you wonderful insight into the psychology of our protagonist. And our protagonist is pretty great. It's also got the best Jamaican character. I don't care what anyone says. It's got the best Jamaican character in any of the zombie I movies. The whirly bird. <laughs> this movie's too much fun, man. All the characters are great. It's got some great, not so subtle racism. Uh, again, there's no, polit- no po- politics being driven. There's no social commentaries. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Day of the Dead, 1985. What a fucking stellar year for zombie films in horror history i've got to say i think it's i think 85 is the best year in zombie history that's just my opinion boss tuna you're number two man my number two is when i saw this it rocked my world this one made me look at zombies and zombie movies in a completely different manner and I absolutely loved it for it. I, I remember very, very clearly seeing this in the theater, and I, I was I was in awe. I, I was right in. I would say the the heart of of, of for me the the zombie. I don't know zombie zombie dumb whatever the hell you'd call it. Killian Murphy is is such an underrated actor, but oh, I don't even really call shit. him underrated because he's pretty legit but at the time he was underrated and i really appreciated how well he performed in this 28 days later is a zombie movie that it really inspired the running zombies as we knew it because again we we talked about this earlier in the episode is it technically a zombie movie well probably not but yes it still is what else would you call it I mean, there's not an, you know, you, you can't search on Netflix for, or, or, I mean, a horror genre for infected movies, right? Zombie movie. It's a zombie movie, but there are a couple slow spots in this that I know people have talked about, but it progresses the story because every time there's, you know, we call them peaks and valleys. Every time you're going to have a valley, it's leading up to a peak. And I remember one of my favorite ones is the, the car tunnel scene because it does a great job in this movie as far as, as eliciting those feelings that we always talk about. Mm-hmm. Whether you're supposed to be scared or nervous or anxious or whatnot. 
after the chaos in the beginning, we have this little downtime. The the tone changes, the atmosphere changes. It's a little bit upbeat. They're they're at the grocery store, having fun, and then you get to the tunnel. And even though you're still in that upbeat type feeling, you know shit's gonna go down, and they have to go through the tunnel. But what happens is is something that you don't expect because it's just it's terrifying, and your palms are sweating, and you're thinking, how are they gonna get out of there? I, I absolutely love this movie. I mean, man, the, the running zombies, just how terrifying is that? It, 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 really, yeah. it really changed everything because before it was one of those where like, oh, yeah, you can put me in one of those movies. I'll survive for sure. No, Right, because they're yeah. slow and dumb as right. fuck, and I can just run. I, I'm faster. It's no big deal. Yeah. You know? yeah, I mean, 1990 night remake, she even talks about it. They're slow. We can literally walk right by them, even though that was still scary. This movie, that, that it's not going to happen. It, it's terrifying. <laughs> No, <laughs> and, and part of the reason I love this so much is because you get that feeling of dread watching this. Like, yeah, I'd be fucked in this position. There's no way I'm outrunning these fast motherfuckers. That, that's pick. an amazing pick. And Fuck yes, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do it now. Do it, number one. Here we go. <laughs> I, I was happy when Ricky mentioned this. My number one is Reanimator. That's my favorite zombie movie of all time. It's got everything that I want from a zombie movie. Yeah. I love the characters. I love the plot. I love the story. I love that it's, again, like Ricky said, Lovecraftian based. So there's the cosmicism in there. The Beyond would have made this list had I not seen it so recent as all the other movies in this list. Uh, just like Train to Busan. Otherwise, the list might be different. But... As of right now, Reanimator is my favorite zombie movie. The score is incredible. Incredible, yes. I, I love the score. Just like a good Romero film, I can't say much of the score for the other films I, 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 I had in, in my list. Like Shaun of the Dead, I don't even remember the score at all, to be honest. I know you remember that fucking awesome Queen song. No, well, okay, but that song, that, 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 okay, but that soundtrack, that's that that yeah, songs, yeah. but not the score of the movie itself. To me, that, that there's a, a, uh, a yeah, difference. I, I know what you mean. I'm just, but not no, yeah, but you're right. Yes, that 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 part is great. That's a memorable ass part. <laughs> but Reanimator has a great opening score. It, it's it's so memorable and. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this movie. I hope we cover it one day on the nightclub because oh, I have love to. this movie. We have I to. love it so fucking much. It's how much like, do you love? How much do you love Professor Hill? Oh, he's the best. He's the fucking best, man. Especially he's, once he becomes a head. He's eating the bitches best. out. He's eating yeah. bitches out as a head with his zombie body holding him. And he the just zombie, gets cooler as the franchise goes. Man. Real creepy and gropy. I love it. Yeah. I, I do want to say the zombies in this film are not like traditional zombies. Right. Okay. But they are reanimated corpses. And that to me is what counts at least at the forefront. Absolutely. Of what a zombie film is, is a reanimated dead body. And that's what this movie has. It's got glowing green ooze, the cheesy fucking effects that are the best. The, the best. The best. Cat dead oh. details later. It reminds me so much of Evil Dead 2. Yeah. And I I, I don't know. I, I love it. I know it's campy. I know it's zany. 
it's not the best example of a zombie film. I think I think Bostuna's number two is really fucking good as a yeah. great example of a great zombie film. And I think Day of the Dead counts sort of, but on the in-between of, of, of my number one and his number two. But that's my number one zombie film of all time right now, Reanimator. I've directed I'm by so glad. I'm so glad to hear it. What's your number one, Rick? Okay, so first I'm going to crack open this because I'm sure you've already guessed what mine is. And I just got one question for you guys. Do you want a party? Do you want a party? Is this party time? It's party time. 1985. Goddamn. Return of the Living Dead. It is goof troop. It's punk as fuck. It's legitimately creepy sometimes. It's got one of the best intros ever. Once once the shit starts spreading and the music kicks in, yes, and you get you get all that visual exposition as to what's happening. I mean, god damn dude, like Dan O'Bannon, fucking the fucking man, okay? It's too fun, okay? This is just a, a severe feel-good movie for me. I could watch Return of the Living Dead anytime, day or night, because it's not a uniform. It's a way of life, bud, okay? This yeah, movie bud. is fucking amazing, and I had to think <laughs> really hard because this, this list could have had a lot of other movies in it, as I mentioned before. But I really had to think about what is a legitimately, strictly zombie movie, which is why The Beyond isn't in here. Phantasm isn't in here. None of the Gates of Hell is in here. It's because I differentiated between, you know, zombie first, everything else second. And this movie is the most fun out of those, in my opinion. Like I said, this is a feel-good movie, man. Like, I could watch this all the time. Linnea Quigley. Oh, man. Oh, my Linnea God. Linnea Quigley. That, that's, that's a gift from the gods, that scene. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, God damn. Bert and Ernie are great. Freddy. A lot of people don't like Freddy for his overacting. I love his overacting. It's the fucking best. It's the Tita! Best. You gotta let me eat your brains, bud! <laughs> this 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 movie, after much deliberation, this movie comes down to my number one zombie flick, and for good reason. I fucking and a love killer it, soundtrack. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I quote this movie daily to my dogs, okay? <laughs> because when I take the dogs out to potty, it's never do you want to party, it's do you want to party? It's party time! And my dogs get so excited because they know. They know, bro. They know this is good. They, they're they jumping around. They're stupid. It's the best. Yeah, this, this movie is the best. It's the best. That's amazing. I agree with that 100%, man. That's I love that that's your number fucking one. I didn't think – I thought The Beyond was going to be it. So I was wrong. And, and And Ricky, did I have any on my list that you were wrong about? Uh, remember you said you uh this is off 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 air but you were like i think i know and if i don't know i'm gonna be mad no no i, I mean we pretty much we pretty much mimicked each other pretty goddamn well if you ask me <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. I'm so, kind of su- I'm kind of surprised by how in sync the three of us are. Actually, well, I thought I was going to have the most generic ass list. It turned out to be me. It no, turned out uh, it turned out to be kind of all of us. <laughs> well, it's definitely going to be Boss Tunas because I know what his number one is. Ricky, you probably know what his number one is. I don't know is. if you do though. I don't know if you do. Really? Yeah. Okay, can I guess? Um, you're not going to get it. Okay, that's interesting. The dead hate the living. That's <laughs> that's an honorable I movie. I don't that's care. an honorable that mention. Movie. Yes, yes, that's an. We covered that on the Joe Blow Horror Show. Hell yeah, you that's, did. That movie is fucking awesome. And it's Warm one of Bodies, my favorite episodes ever. I want to say Warm Bodies is also an honorable mention for me. I love that movie. I know it's I'm losing horror cred right now, but <laughs> I really love that movie. I um, haven't seen of, that one. Teresa likes it though. I saw it with my wife. I I, I love that movie. Yeah, I, that'll do it. Can I can I guess? You can, but it's gonna be wrong. But go for it. Okay. Well, Resident Evil Two. Who I I tell you what I <laughs> had to. I had to fight myself to not put a Resident Evil movie on here. Oh shit! <laughs> I figured, I figured that, but I think I know what your number one is. And if I'm wrong, then goddamn. I okay. Well, Dawn World War Dead. Z, Dawn of the Dead. I love that movie too, and I love that movie too. What the fuck? Okay, so I, I was gonna say this is how I was gonna bring it in. I was gonna say, Ricky, nobody's gonna argue with you on your number one. Mine, however, is very uh divisive and even though it's not talked about enough it's a george romero movie that i feel is so underrated i absolutely love it 2009 it's i cannot wait we haven't talked about it yet on joe blow but survival or uh survival of the what survival of the dead no i'm just giving you shit (laughs) oh (laughs) I he got us it. this time. I he got us this time. It's too easy. It's too me easy. So fucking good, dude. Yes. Oh no, my it's hundred percent Don seventy eight. I knew it. Uh, 100%. Uh, yeah. Oh man, you got me. You got me legit. I was really <laughs> like, what? Dude, it was so <laughs> obvious. I was like, they're both gonna know what it is. I gotta give. I wonder if the listeners at first were like, wait, this is the fucking cat you brought on to talk about zombie movies and he's bringing up survival. (laughs) I was very interested to hear you fucking talk about it. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to hear your explanation, sir. I was, I was ready. I was ready to be blown away by it. Me too. Yes. I was was ready ready to have my mind changed. Actually, (laughs) unfortunately, I won't have to do any mind changing or blow away any explanations because it's Dawn 1978. The short version I'll say is go check out our episode where we covered it. But for those, I get it. I'll give you the rundown. This is dripping with nostalgia for me. This here is even though night 1990 is what I saw as a kid that got me into, I guess, zombie movies. My all time favorite is Dawn 1978. I've told the story on the show before, so I apologize for those listeners that have to hear this for probably the 10th time, but my uncle owned a franchise of family videos growing up, and my mom, that was our Friday night ritual, pick us up from school, we'd go, we'd get McDonald's, you know, whatever we'd, we'd want, we'd go to my uncle's family video, I'd rent a Nintendo game, 
and then oh, it's yeah. a Super Nintendo game. And I would Ninja Gaiden, boy. Ooh, I rented this movie so many times that my uncle ended up just giving it to me. <laughs> Even all the way through high school, we my 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 high school buddies and I we would watch this movie, and and we would just have the best time ever. We would laugh. We would. You know, it, during the whole thing, we'd talk about scenarios. We'd even bring real life scenario event deals going on. You know, what would we do? You know, with with this here happening, a lot of it too is is the hockey scene. Ironically enough, I think a lot of people don't even think about that. But we were like, oh my god, there's a hockey rink, northern Minnesota. So obviously, we're huge hockey fans when we played hockey and whatever. But that right there might have been like the icing on the cake right there. We were like, holy fuck. You know, you're you're going through that whole teen angst stage where you're like, fuck your mom, fuck my dad. I'm out of here. I'm running away. I'm going to go to this mall. I hope zombies eat your brains. I don't need you. There's a a grocery store in here with hockey. It's it's purely nostalgia for me. Obviously, this is not a unique or, or or you know any crazy pick because this is could be a lot of people's number one but for me it starts with nostalgia and it's probably the same for a lot of them the characters i absolutely loved it reviewing it it was funny because we're talking about how cheesy some of the lines are we got them we got them by the ass by the ass but we loved it i absolutely (laughs) loved roger the zombies for how dumb they were and oh, here's one thing. Here, here's a nugget for those listeners that did not, or, or that um, that I didn't share with on on Joe Blow, is that in college, the very first time you could ever have a custom ringtone, I had, I believe it was my Razor, my Ooh, Razor oh, flip phone. I yeah. had a custom ringtone, and I actually had that intro, or not the intro, that main theme song as a ringtone of Dawn of the Dead, that, that mall song here, that was yeah. my ringtone in college, <laughs> and I loved it. And nobody ever, ever knew it. And I remember it went off in class one time, and afterwards my teacher, or I would say my professor came up, and I remember it was political science. He was like, you know, this might've been like a couple days afterwards. He's like, I heard your phone go off, and I'm like, oh, fuck took me a while to figure out what it was from I was like is that from Dawn of the Dead and I'm like <gasps> you know I was like oh my god yeah so we had Damn. a man he, he, he was he gonna be like, really mad he was gonna oh, be really that's what ups- I thought I was like oh I'm done I'm done so, he was gonna be really upset when he found out that George A. Romero doesn't make any political movies or movies with social commentary <laughs> yep. nope, nope. Do I'm sorry I know I'm beating that horse to death but I love it <laughs> well, we, we've been doing it on the fucking series so <laughs> Don't worry about I, it. I won't ramble on or, or, or waste any more time, but Dawn of the Dead 1978, that's not going to blow anyone's brains. It's it's it is what it is. It's it's the perfect film. It's uh, the zombie classic of all time. Sure. It's, it, it, for sure. Yeah. You, could, you could say Night of the Living Dead, but I think arguably Dawn of the Dead is the one. It's the one. And and that's the Bible of the zombie fans, and I, I respect that wholeheartedly. Um, mm-hmm. I think we've given everyone some great recommendations if they've never seen these movies. Hope we didn't spoil them too bad, but you know, you're listening I mean, to a these horror were all podcast. Pretty mainstream, well-known movies, so I true. Honestly, I don't really feel bad if I spoiled it because we we can talk about some uh, uh, honorable mentions if you guys want. I've got a few. 
Whether Travis was going to let me or not, I was going to ramble a quick off, like, give me five seconds. (laughs) Yeah, 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 no, no, I I threw a few out, so I've got none left. Uh, 28 Days Later, Warm Bodies, The Dead Hate the Living, Flesh Eater. I need to Uh, check Flesh Eater out. Boss Tuna showed me that that film, and we covered it uh, on an yeah. episode of Joe Blow. And I heard the episode, and I was like, I need to watch this movie. It's it's fucking fun. So those are my honorable mentions. Yeah, Rick, what you got? So I'm going to throw the Gates of Hell trilogy plus Zombie. Everyone knows I love me some Fulci. And Fulci's, Fulci's got some great zombie flicks that aren't really zombie flicks, in my opinion. Uh, he's got some great cosmic horror that involves lots of zombie shenanigans. Yeah. Plus a zombie flick named Zombie, which has a fucking zombie fighting a shark. So <laughs> if if you, I mean, come come the fuck on. Like, that's cinema platinum. That's not even cinema gold. That's amazing. You've got a z- guy in zombie makeup <laughs> actually. Level. I'm sorry? Oh, I was just saying diamond level. That's diamond, that's diamond level. You've got a guy in zombie makeup fighting a live shark on camera top it I dare you Um, aside from that I already mentioned that Phantasm has zombies in it everyone knows that's my favorite movie of all time if you haven't seen it I suggest it you might hate it you might be a weirdo like me and fucking love it beyond all logic and belief (laughs) um and also I want to throw the dead hate the living that one was super fun with awesomely bad effects and bad <laughs> stuff. Lou, yeah. Lou, Lou the busy zombie lord is going to love this. So much fun, dude. Like, like that movie made me feel like a, a kid. You know, like, like I was just like, this guy looks like Nemesis, and I love him. And then you've got <laughs> Tall Guy from fucking uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. I mean, dude, like, and then the, the villain looks like Rob Zombie, kind of, so it's great. Yeah. I think that's it for my honorable mentions as of now. But yeah, the whole Gates of Hell trilogy, man, they're all fucking amazing. Austin, round us out with your fucking honorable mentions, man. What you got? Bro, come on us hard. Okay, I was going to say, I I didn't want to come on the show, literally, figuratively. No, do it, please. Not not bring some gems. So... I mean, I, I would be the, the self-proclaimed zombie nerd if I had mentioned a couple other ones. There are a couple that had been mentioned tonight that I just want to overstress, which is the reanimator. My wife got me the steel book last year, and I love it. And Fuck Bride yeah. of Reanimator. That movie is fucking legit, too. Bride of, yeah. That's what I was saying. Fucking Hill becomes even cooler, man, in Bride of Reanimator. He's so dope. That movie is sick, bro. I love, yes, I love that's, it. That's the one that had been mentioned that I just want to overemphasize again. A couple other gems yes. that I want to talk about that definitely need to be talked about. A couple newer ones, Rex slash Quarantine. Those are two separate mm. movies, but I love yeah. them both so much for different reasons. Wreck is going to be your early 2000s original Spanish. Quarantine is going to be the American remake. I love them both check them both out again those are going to be you know quote unquote questionable whether they're zombie or not but i don't give a fuck they're zombie movies check them out night of the common is an absolute classic you have to go check that out we talked a little about a little bit about night of the creeps 
definitely check that out. Cemetery Fucking Man. Fucking Creeps. Cemetery Man, yes! If there is one movie in the 90s, zombies, you've got to check out at Cemetery Man. Okay, Italian so gold. Getting into a couple gems that I have for you guys. I have, I wrote down here my favorite cheesy zombie movies. I am, I'm kind of shocked and a little bit hard that Tibu brought up Flesh Eater because, yes, there's a reason we watched that last year for Halloween. That movie, I guarantee, if there's one movie we had talked about tonight, Flesh Eater is the one that nobody's going to have seen or very, very few have seen. I might watch um, that instead of Halloween 2018 tonight. Oh, there you go. Bill Hensman, the classic, <laughs> the classic from 1968, directed this movie. And we had, I still laugh about our review on that and just how handsy he was, but I like it brings a smile to my face every time. That movie, that movie is, has got some legit fall feels, some Halloween feels. I, I, that's such a great, great movie. Another one, Poltergeist, Night of the Chicken Dead. That is so yes. good. Yes. It is so yes. stupid. It's but amazing. Check it, out. check it out. It's a trauma film. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit. That movie How, is crazy. Yes. I also forgot to mention Black Sheep. I, I count it. I don't care. <laughs> I count it. Oh. Yeah. The last one I want to bring up is one of my... Th- this one... I might get laughed out of a conversation talking about horror movies bringing this up, but I almost was going to put this one in my... this, The Dead Next Door. We talked about this on a zombie gem of the week a long time ago. And this movie is one of those random ones I picked up in like the Walmart bin back in like 2003 or something like that. It's the cheesiest movie ever but oh man nostalgia is one hell of a thing I tell you what oh yeah check it out <laughs> I'll tell you pull- yep <laughs> um, absolute absolute classic I watch I, I've said this on my show a bajillion times I don't do a lot of rewatches because I don't have a lot of time but there are certain movies that I will rewatch and the dead next door is one of them so mm-hmm. those are a couple gems I have for you to check out outside the top five i purposely tried picking some obscure ones something that you might not find in just your random list when you google best zombie movies of all time but some that you should definitely check out so that is the knowledge Fuck from yeah. the fucking zombie expert on the show there you go and tonight has been all about the zombies it's been fucking amazing man zombie. i've had a blast it's i've had zombie. a fucking blast too man y'all can see how hype i am i can't sit still <laughs> I'm so excited. We've had a fucking awesome time. Yeah, can't, can't, can't he's a maniac. I'm about to lose control. Think and I, I think like I it. like it. <laughs> I've been Travis Maxaboon, the person who never mentioned Overlord. That was fucking awesome too. Overlord was fucking sick, man. I loved it. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. And I've been joined. Nazis by- are always fun, right? Oh, yeah. That guy. <laughs> that guy right there. And our very special guest, Mr. Boss Tuna. Embrace the Army Corps of Engineers, bud. Yeah, bud. Yeah, yeah bud. And stay spooky, all you zombie neglecting or loving little bitches. <laughs>
It's out in the ether now. It is. Out in the ether. Okay. Give me a minute. Oh, my God. <laughs> that hit hard. I remember my first time burning, man. Right? What he said? I remember my first time burning one. That ain't my first time, motherfucker. I'll smoke your ass under the table. You fooled me. I bet I could drink your ass under the table, too. I don't know about that. I bet I could come your ass under the table. It's okay. 